When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Cheap poll ads. Those <laughs> damn cheap poll ads. Ugh. What, you didn't have an extra $300 million over 13 years to shell out to Bryce Harper? You didn't have that just laying around somewhere? I say we burned down Target Field today. <laughs> Let's go over there, gentlemen. You know what's super sad? This guy just got a 13-year, ridiculous, what, $330 million deal, and I yawn at it now. Spring training started. I, it, it's like... This would have been more impressive should, in, like, December. This should have, well, this should have been the yeah. talker in January, right? Like, this this would have been a big... T- it would have been, oh, my gosh, I can't... And now it's like, it took into spring training to do this? You just can't be pleased. No, I can't. <laughs> I have... You know what I am? Oh, it took a month and a half for Rami to realize this fact of life. <laughs> do you know what I am, Rami? What's that, Judd? I'm the sport parent. <laughs> I'm the parent of sports, and I am always looking for better for my children. Calm down, Mike McCarthy. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. I'm not a real-life parent, Jonathan. That, I'm not a real-life parent. Thank we'll get God. into that a little later in the show. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike McCarthy reacted as a lot of psycho parents exactly. yeah. react, which we can do later. I, I don't know if you being a parent of anything is... Uh, I think you might need some... I think sport parents are uh, fair. Okay. But definitely not children. No. Not human beings. You should be responsible no, no. for another human being's people, life and well-being. People should look at me and take note and say, that's the guy that shouldn't be a dad. And say to themselves, should I be a dad or mom? And and look at Judd and say, if I'm like him, I shouldn't be. That's a guy who's not very responsible, unless he's evaluating the Minnesota Wild for an office. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Uh, so, Rami, I, I love the question you posed during our uh, our off-air meeting just a while. Let's bring it bring it to the show here, Mackie and Judd with Rami. Now that it's a 13-year, $300-plus million contract for Bryce Harper. Okay, so I saw that number, and I made a statement and I haven't thought about that statement a lot since intentionally because I didn't want to have my mind changed before I came on the air. You guys might be able to change my mind here. But the first thought that popped into my head was not only would I not commit to Bryce Harper for 13 years, not only would I not commit to any baseball player for 13 years, I don't know that I would commit to any professional athlete in the entire world of sports currently. For 13 years. Is there anybody who you're so sure of their future and their success and what they can do for your franchise that you're willing to invest over $300 million 
And that's not even the number that blows my mind. But for 13 years? So, I, at first, I thought, no. My, my, first, my first. That's where I'm at right now. Like okay. I said, change my mind. But that's where I'm at right now. And now that I've thought about this for about an hour, I have at least eight. Eight? I'm, you will not convince me of eight. <laughs> All right. I can tell you right You've now. Seriously at least got eight. You eight will not athletes? convince me How of many eight? do you have? Zero. You both have zero. Yeah. yeah. So, the, so the question is how many? It's not about 300 million. It's about 13, 13 years, years, right? 13 years. And yeah. obviously, any, any, any player who you're investing 13 years in obviously warrants a pretty high price tag. But yeah. you can leave the money out of it. Yes. So I'll go through my list. Okay. All right. The the first no brainer one that comes to mind is Patrick Mahomes, who's twenty three years old. No, no football player. I can I can't I can't rely on any football player to be healthy are for we, thirteen years. Are, are we dealing with the current parameters of the sport itself too? Because thirteen years thirteen years would not mean a thing there. Like the guaranteed contracts are baseball, basketball, and hockey. No, I mean, guaranteeing thirteen okay. years to somebody. So this is a hypothetical where an NFL player I mean, gets. I, Thirteen years guaranteed. My answer to Mahomes is absolutely not. But if we're de- dealing with the current parameters of the National Football League, it wouldn't matter because he would never get there. But why would it be absolutely not? Knowing what you know about quarterback, quarterbacks play until they're forty years old. Now they don't get hurt very often. Like okay, Alex Smith got hurt. He's also old. He's like thirty six. Pat Mahomes would be thirty six at the end of this contract. Thirteen years, no. I mean, Aaron Rodgers got banged up for a couple games. Do quarterbacks like quarterbacks don't get hurt nearly as much anymore? Except guys like Bridgewater drop back to pass in a practice and their leg snaps. I can't do it. Mahomes is much sturdier than Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, you'd like to think that, but I can't do and that. And Mahomes' style is is similar to Rodgers and does leave you susceptible to injuries. They don't run a lot necessarily, but they do like to get outside the pocket and stretch plays and do things with their feet. And the longer that you have that football in your hands, the better chance there is that you're going to get hurt. Sure, so, but no. there's also, I, I, I guess maybe I'm thinking about opportunity cost where... Like, the Phillies had to make a decision. Do you want Bryce Harper? Because it's not, do you want Bryce Harper for 13 years or 7 years? It was, do you want Bryce Harper? Because if you if you don't want Bryce Harper, the Giants will grab him for a shorter-term contract because he'd rather play in San Francisco. So, if it was, do you want Pat Mahomes or not, and if you do, it's 13 years, I'm signing up for 13 years of Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I think That's why quest- I'm thinking about The this. question, to me, has to specifically be, do you want player X for 13 years? And I would. And I would still want Pat Mahomes for 13 years. Especially a, watching the Vikings for the last 33 years of As time. a Cubs fan, I wanted Bryce Harper. And all signs were pointing to Bryce Harper eventually being a Cub before he actually hit free agency, and they seemed to show no interest. Now that I see the number of years that he got, I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't get in on that. I, am, I, I wanted Bryce Harper... I didn't want Bryce Harper for 13 years. I, there's not a guy on this earth that I would commit to. For but keep going years. down your list. So keep, yeah, keep, I will keep, keep going. going real quick. Jonathan, can we uh, uh, can we post a poll just for fun? Yes. Just to, to Twins fans on the Score North Twitter account. So uh, at Score North on Twitter, S-K-O-R. How should we phrase this? If you're a Twins fan, hypothetically, would you have signed Bryce Harper? Let's say if you were if you were running the Twins, hypothetically, would you have signed Bryce Harper to a 13-year, $300-plus million contract? Sure. Just want to see how many people say yes, how many people say no. Um, all right, here's the other. I'll just go down this list. You guys interrupt me as you want. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons. Nope. 22 years old. He's the type of player that he can score, but he rebounds, he passes, he's sturdy. He's not. Allen Iverson was a fragile, frenetic player that wasn't going to be able to hold up you know, to the wear and tear of NBA minutes. Ben Simmons looks like the type of guy who's going to hold up until he's 36, 37 as at least a passer and a rebounder. And I would only have to sign him till he's 35. 
So I mean, I'm Ben Simmons for 13 years. I would give a guy like that at, at that age with that type of talent max up to his age 30 season. Okay. And yeah. Then, after and then I, I mean, LeBron out. won titles after 30. But that's years. LeBron. And and to tell you where where my mindset is at as far as this question goes, I don't even know if I'd commit to young LeBron for 13 years. If we could go back in time. Because in hindsight, obviously, yes, I would. Those 13 years would have been worth it. But at that time, was I so sure about LeBron James as a 20-year-old, 20, 21-year-old 20 kid that he was going to turn into this guy? I had a pretty good feeling. I, I, I said when LeBron came into the league that he'll probably be the closest thing to Michael Jordan that we ever saw. And he has been. So, but I think I was I was among those who were higher on on LeBron James, and if if there was a scale of how high you were on LeBron James, I was probably at the upper at the higher end of it. And even there, even with that kind of confidence, I still don't know if I'd commit for thirteen years to that guy. And that's uh, and young LeBron James, sure. And I and I guess I'm in the camp of I know that there's injury risk. There's injury risk if I sign a guy for five years. The Cubs, your Cubs guy. The Cubs signed a guy for six years. Boom, elbow. And now you Darvish is trying to come back. And when and they signed Darvish, I was good with it, knowing that there would probably be two or three years on 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 the back end but of you that contract, the back end, correct? Or or somewhere throughout that contract because of the the nature of of pitchers and and the frequency of injuries. Sure, I knew there was a chance that we'd probably get three good years out of you Darvish. I'm good with eating three years and getting less than the value of the contract for three years. With 13 years, you're looking at half of that contract, maybe, him not performing up to that salary. Mm-hmm. The other two basketball players, I have two other basketball players on my list. Okay. One of them is even younger. I, w- I would sign Luka Doncic, 19 that's, years old. He's 19 years old. That's one. That's one that, that that's a name that popped into my head as I was driving around looking for soup that I didn't find during lunch. Um, <laughs> well, that, was, hard. that was one that popped into Thir- my head. 13 years, fully guaranteed, no way. But is it? I, I like him a lot, but no way. But what is it that you, is it? Just like he might blow his knee out. He might blow his knee out. Things might change with my team. Things might change with him. Thir- Thirteen years is the Judd judge soundtrack. And- As an executive, I am paid to hedge my bets. And thirteen, 13- well, no, you're paid to win championships. Yes, but I'm also paid to make smart decisions that hedge my bets as far as what's going to transpire with my team into the future. And thirteen years, I lose complete control. And I would say, okay, that is yeah, there, there's risk, but I think you're putting too much stock into the risk and and but I need to and not. But if someone says you can have one of the top five players in the world for the next 13 years, you're thinking, oh, but he might blow his knee out, and I'm thinking, I get one of the best players in the world for the next 13 years, right? But you, but if you're wrong, you're stuck. I'm not stuck. But if I'm right, I win championships. If, you, you, if no, you're you right, you, have, you, you don't have a superstar. No, you think you win championships, but you're not positive. <laughs> but you're not positive. But, okay, but let's go through this. So. Let's say I sign Luka Doncic. You're a good for, player for 13 years, if you're right. Let's well, let's go through this. Let's say let's say Luka Doncic is one of the top. He's a franchise carrying player for the next thir- 13 years. He's 32 in 13 years. He'll still mm-hmm. be um, at the end of his basketball prime. If I sign him, my upside is I can win a championship. Right. If I can now, I can also have a guy who blows his knee out in two years and is no longer a top 10 player. Sure. If you don't sign him. You don't have a player good enough to win a championship. Does gonna, that make sense? Yes, but I'm, I'm going to sell Who's, him. Who are you replacing him with? I'm going to sell him on, on the fact that he's 19 now. I foresee him, if, I, if I'm if i a competent executive and we're a good team, I foresee him winning a title in Dallas, let's say at 25. I want no obligation towards or at 30. Okay. Right. So, so I'm 30, done. But 30's not so I'm done. But, but I want to be able to be done. You are an asset, a commodity. 
that yep. you're I, you're not a person to me. <laughs> so no, I'm right. So I don't know. care just... about you. I care about what you can give me. And as you age, you give me less and less. You can go to hell, damn it. <laughs> Basically, yes. Um, so the yes. other the other player, I know that this is going to be full disagreement because he's 24 years old. But I no. think he's going to be so good. He's <laughs> like, let me take this one. Giannis. I'm taking Giannis for the next 13 oh, years. Oh, man. Now you're going after my heart. But See, yeah, that's not fair. Le- now you're going after my heart. This is my favorite player in the NBA right now. I mean, LeBron James is is essentially with his injury, you know, riddled season. He's handing the NBA torch I to agree. Giannis. I agree. I said that today on Raised by Wolves. He's probably the next torchbearer, and it, and it may be right on the horizon as the next the next best player in the league, unanimously or close to unanimously decided best player in the league, but 13 years, that puts him at 37, man. It's okay. I'm okay with him being... Cr- I mean, Dirk's 40 and still waving to people and hitting I feel like you're making in investments in these teams to win championships, but also Correct. but also as people, like they're part of the Mackie family. It, no, no, no. If I get Giannis for the next 13 years, I'm probably winning multiple championships with LeBron James going out of the league. Right, but you're probably going to win one when he's ideally what age? Well, he'll Pick win... the age. Giannis will win a championship, maybe not with the Bucks. Sorry, Rami. But sometime between <laughs> twenty four and thirty two, he'll probably okay. he'll probably win two championships. But your contract takes him to thirty seven, and I'm fine with that. If I get championships, I'm fine with that. See, I want the ability to sever the tie hard at thirty five. But if but so the the discussion here is: Would you sign a player for thirteen years no. like the Phillies did? Right. And I'm factoring in. Wait, I get Giannis between ages twenty four and thirty at the peak of his powers, and I'm and in the NBA. Unlike other sports where just because you have Mike Trout doesn't mean anything. In the NBA, if you have the best player in the league through his prime, you're going to win a championship almost every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, go name me the best player in the NBA oh, over a multi-year stretch that didn't win a championship. Not arguing that one bit. And if the consequence is, ah, but he's going to be he's going to be like Kobe for a couple of years at the end. With Lakers fans have traded, oh man, Kobe looked terrible his last two or three years and was hobbling around. But you won five championships with Kobe. Would you trade it to not have to deal with 38-year-old Kobe? They'd say, no, whatever. We'll wave to Kobe as a 38-year-old. But instead, they they gave him that ridiculous contract at the end, which they didn't need to because in the Zolgad plan, they were set up well (laughs) and they screwed it up by by rewarding him for services that he had previously rendered him, which also is another topic and drives me nuts in sports. All right, here's the other four players. One baseball. And I would if 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 in baseball if your if your game is predicated on pitching or speed you're I would never consider signing you right. past the age Agreed. of like thirty one or thirty two. But there's a guy who's twenty two years old who's already hit sixty four home runs in his first two years in the major leagues and you can he's an outfielder but you can put him at first base long term. Cody Bellinger is twenty two years old. I'll take a power hitting corner guy until he's thirty five hitting thirty bombs a year. The injury risk is minimal even if he gets hurt. Who cares? He can DH. He Didn't can play. He already have a big drop off in year two from yeah, year did. one. But I'm he's not, no. He still had. He still had. He dropped off. He dropped off. But that happens in year two. No, off. yeah, I agree. But I'm not so. I'm not sold enough. I, I think he's a good ball player. But I'm not sold enough on Cody Bellinger so not Mike to Trout? commit 13 years to him. Well, Mike Trout's like 27 now. Okay. I thought Mike Trout. I thought Mike Trout would make your list though. No, nah, because his, his stolen bases have already dropped off. Right. I mean, he's he's Mickey Mantle modern day. But at the same time, I'll I'll draw the line at a right. guy who's going to be 40. All right, and then these three, I can't believe Judd's not in lockstep with these three. Well, for sure, two of these. Zach Parisi, Ryan Suter, and who else? Yeah, that already, that already happened. <laughs> I know, I've learned my lesson. Connor McDavid is 22 years old, so I get him until he's 35 and then I'm done. Austin Matthews is 21? Yep. 
with, just with Toronto. Like a five-year extension. And, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of guys right now in the NHL who are 20, 22 years old putting up goals. Um, you'd know more about this player than I would, but he's 21 and he's incredible uh, for Tampa. Braden Point. Yeah, he's a nice player. But Very I, nice I could I wouldn't die on the Braden Hill uh point. the Braden Point Hill. He's a nice player. Yes. But Connor nice. McDavid and Austin Matthews, I get those guys through their I, entire I love prime. Them. I love them both. I ain't doing thirteen no. years. Wow, and you guys are so conservative. No, no Let me go back way. to Luka Doncic for a second. Does he bring mom with him? Does mom move <laughs> does mom move to the city that I live in? Probably not, actually. No, then no. I, guess I was no. gonna say yeah, I'm, out. I'm really no. glad I didn't say I'm out. I'm out on that. Uh if you guys have thoughts, I mean we can would you sign a player for 13 years? And also, part B to this question, should the Twins have been at the table? If you ran the Twins' 13-year contract for Bryce Harper, I know that there's no chance that the current Twins would have done this, but if you ran the Twins, 651-646-8255. Also, uh, we're live-streaming our show on Twitch. We just fired this account up about a week ago. It's just twitch.tv slash score north, S-K-O-R north. And we follow your comments throughout the show. You can uh, you can see us in studio looking fat and ugly, and you can make fun of us. Do if me you a favor to. and remind me that, that we're streaming the show every so day, so I can up. yeah, so I can come Posture. in. Yeah, well, so you're kind of you're kind of blocked off by the oh, Mackie and God. Jeb with Rami. I'm logo. blocked off completely. It's that's, great. That's best for me and the and the the viewing audience hey, that the, I'm blocked off. This contract today is why, and, and I've never said this until now about a sport before. We need a strike. I looked this up. To me. I looked this up. Every this uh, every me, other league saves saves teams from themselves now. The Parisi and and Suter contracts uh, set off the National Hockey League having seven year a uh, contract limits on free agents. Eight if you re-sign a guy. NBA contracts are one to five years now, right? Football contracts aren't guaranteed, so it doesn't matter. This is why, though, 13 years. This is why we need a strike. We need the parameters of contracts, of terms, of money, of everything to be set somehow. 13 years is ridiculous. It's pretty aggressive. Like, I, I get the discussion that, that we're having right now, but if you think about this from a business standpoint, this is the one sport where you can still do that, and to me, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I, oh, go ahead, Rami. No, I just want to say we have a, a rumor that just came across my timeline, courtesy of one of our listeners, uh, Jim Bowden of The Athletic. Whose batting average is? Uh, he says next on the free agent watch list, Craig Kimbrell, Twins staying in touch with agent, Dallas Keuchel, Astros, Padres staying in touch with agent. It's March first tomorrow, dude. So Jim Bowden says that Craig Kimbrell still in play for the Twins. So that that initial rumor was three years, forty five million. Mm-hmm. That, which I mean, was where that do Bowden I? Too? Huh? Was that Jim Bowden too? That was that was Who actually that from. That was actually you finding a random tweet from yeah, like I'm, some shady Atlanta blog. Reckless <laughs> <laughs> speculation. You're right, it was, but I'm trying to remember if that if that reckless speculation came originally from Bowden or not. I can't remember. Now. I think Bowden might have had a report that reckless the the had been in contact with uh, with Craig Kimbrell's agents, but the the number, the actual offer, came from your sketchy Atlanta blog. Yeah. I wouldn't sign Craig Kimball for 13 years. Just, no? just to be just to be crystal clear. You sure? Yeah. Because you had eight guys who you were willing to give 13 <laughs> years. You sure you don't want to just throw Craig Kimball on that list? Uh, we'll get to uh, Kevin. We'll get to Gary, and we'll take your comments on the Twitch stream here too. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami from the TCL Studios, and you know, look at this. We've got if you're watching us on Twitch, we've got. A TCL TV over here, a 4K Roku TV. I see Judd penned a new uh, column for scorenorth.com. Yeah, shockingly, I ripped the Vikings. Really? Oh. 
offensive negligence. Vikings coordinated their own, and then the other words cut off. Demise in 2018. Clever headline. Uh, if you are interested in streaming entertainment, or if you're interested in just streamlining the way that you bounce back and forth between your cable channels slash satellite channels and your your streaming options, there's no better TV than this TCL 4K Roku TV where you can toggle back and forth between uh, between your menus very easily, and you get 4,000 plus streaming channels at your fingertips and 500,000 TV shows and movies. Uh, and if you just Google TCL TV reviews, you're going to find five star reviews and and credible things being said from public uh, from uh, from top publications. Again, it's TCLUSA.com or any major local retailer here in the Twin Cities. Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North. Hey, everyone. It's Matthew Collar. All of our Vikings coverage used to be on 1500 ESPN.com. Well, now you can find it at the all-new ScoreNorth.com. That is S-K-O-R North.com. That's where you'll find everything from Judd Zolgad's blazing hot takes to Sage Rosenfels' analysis on the Purple Podcast, my coverage on a daily basis of the Vikings, free agency draft scenarios interviews with football insiders everything you want purple daily the purple podcast vikings vet line it is all at scorenorth.com let's put my list on our twitch comments see if they want to torch me like you guys have your list of terrible financial decisions <laughs> that, that is correct no one said it was my, no one said it was my money <laughs> 13 years man that's a lot of commitment uh what are our jonathan can you check our poll results on twitter yeah Give me one second. The uh, Score North Twitter poll. Actually, I just had it. Uh, I had it up a second ago. It's gone now. Sorry. Here we go. Nine or seventy-two. Just wanted to make an inappropriate comment there. So <laughs> I just, I've held my tongue twice. First on Doncic's mom, and now on that. <laughs> so difficult. So the question is: Would you have signed Harper to a thirteen-year contract if you were the Twins? Seventy-two percent of three hundred eighty-six voters said no, they would not. Wow, but but. What, so what's my math there? 28%, 28% said, said that they, they would. would give 13 yes. years. So 38% of people would have just said whatever it takes to sign Bryce Harper until he's 40 years old. I don't know, man. That's pretty That's aggressive. I'm, I, so my, my list is aggressive for you guys, and I'm strategically looking at 21, 22-year-olds for these 13-year contracts. Yeah. But like 10 years was kind of, oh, man, is Bryce Harper for 10 years? So you're t- I'm assuming that most of the people who voted on that poll are Twins fans. So, man, I would like to know how Scott Boris got 13 years out of the Phillies because the market couldn't have been that big I for Bryce Harper for him to still be on the free agent market at this point. There, he didn't want to play there. Maybe that's what it there, was. There, I thought that's what it was, is that he didn't want to play in Philadelphia. It, oh, well, this should go great then. It was, and and keep in mind, too, in the last four or five days, what did we see Boris leaked reports about? They were going to the Dodgers and Giants. So he, he could go back west. They basically held the Phillies hostage and won. They basically went, and the Dodgers were nothing more than a pawn. And so he kept coming back and saying, he, he'll sign there. He'll go there. Shorter term. That's where he wants to be. I know, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, That's where he's going to be. Rooting for. And, and, and the Phillies, and this is why, as much as I, I like this from our end of the business because it's great fun, this is why when you're an executive, you don't open your big fat trap. Because what did the Phillies say at the start? of the offseason. We're going to spend stupid money. Well, if you don't get if you don't get Machado and then Bryce signs with the Dodgers and you're left with what? Hey, Craig Kimbrell, here's a couple of dollars. You look really stupid. So the Phillies set themselves up to be played by Boris and he did it beautifully, which is why there should be checks and balances that stop a contract like this. 
Well, let's see what uh, some of our listeners think here. 651-646-8255. So it's kind of a two-part question. Are there any players you would commit 13 years to? In any sport. Are there Not any, just baseball. Are there any spouses you would commit 13 years to right off the bat? Maybe we could open up for that, too. Uh, Kevin. That'll also River. cost you $330 million, <laughs> by the way. Depending on yeah. Hey, hey guys, good topic. So, yeah, the one that I was going to mention, and I, I have to say, I, I do side with Judd, but the 21 or 22-year-old that really proves my point, and I think it's going to prove Judd's point, is the youngest MVP in NBA history, Mr. Derrick Rose. You give a 13-year contract to a 21 years old, look what you would have gotten. Yeah, you would, yeah, you would have gotten uh, a, a borderline all-star this year, year right? Guy putting up a last-second <laughs> shot last night instead of yeah. giving it to the real star on the team. Good point. I love that's this. Kevin, that's a, obviously, yes, that there is risk. I don't think anyone's arguing. Like, I'm not arguing there's zero risk in signing a 21-year-old player to a 13-year contract. I'm saying there's a lot less risk. It wasn't a team, but Adidas gave Derrick Rose some crazy money, didn't they? I don't remember the years on it. I'll pull it up, but yeah. Adidas invested long-term in Derrick Rose. You know, if you look at players who win MVP awards in their early 20s, is Derrick Rose has to be the only one that flamed out that badly, right? Injury-wise or otherwise. I mean, you'd have to go back a long time. Grant Hill, I don't know if he ever won an MVP, but Grant Hill had some foot, foot problems. The foot was real problem for me. Yeah, you're right. Gary in Mendota Heights. You're on with Mackie and Judd and Rami. Yeah, um, I have to say no to the long terms. Uh, Royce might remember this one. You can go all the way back to Wayne Garland signing a 10-year contract. I remember if you that. Can find, <laughs> if you can find one 8- or 10-year contract that was actually worth it, I might change my mind. Um, Gary, where, where, the, where the hell are you when we're fighting with Twins fans who want uh, the Twins to sign everyone for 10 years? Well, I'm, I'm, more of a, I'm a baseball fan first and a Twins fan second. Um and uh, and I think the Phillies and the Padres are going to be two votes to add the DH to the National League in a few years. <laughs> I think you're right. Great point. <laughs> and third point, I think Dallas Keuchel's 200 innings might be uh, might do more for the Twins bullpen than Kimbrel. But you know what? Why not buy both of them and actually make a run at the Indians this year? Wait a second. So Gary, you just advocated well, yeah. for being, being how long are the contracts res- responsible Gary? with your money, and now you want both those guys? Well, he's talking about the <laughs> length of contracts. Neither I, of those guys would ask. Ten for- years. I'm talking. I'm talking three to five with either one of them. All right. Thanks, Gary. I found the uh, Derek Rose contract that he signed with Adidas. It was a 14 year endorsement deal. <laughs> At a minimum, he's going to make 190 million dollars off this thing. And it's obviously still going on yeah. because he probably signed it seven years ago. I think he signed it uh, right after the MVP season. My God. There Good you go. Him. They believed in him. See uh, what happened? Pat and West St. Paul, 13-year contracts. Hey, what's, up? what's up, fellas? So uh, I'm against all long-term contracts. I don't think we've seen one that works out. The one caveat that I would throw out is I haven't heard yet how the salary per year lines up for Harper or any of these guys. Um you know, if, if the Phillies are paying him two mil a year for the past five years total, then, uh, you know, front end loaded, then maybe it's a bit of a smarter deal. I would sign, uh, you know, Zion Williamson to the Wolves if for the last six years of a 13 year contract, he is guaranteed zero dollars. Uh, I think that'd be a, a kind of a fair contract for everybody. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's. Obviously, if you could front load a contract and pay someone less as they get older, the Parisian suitor contracts are like that. I think at the end they go down to two mil a year for the last few years, so they are similar to what we're talking about here. But aren't they still the but same? The cap salary hit? cap hits are the problem. Yes, 
but they they get less. I think in the last I don't know three or four years. Uh the Har- the Harper contract twenty million dollar signing bonus, ten million this year, twenty six million in each of the following nine seasons, and then in each of the last three years only twenty two mil per year, full no trade provision. Yeah, that's the the only thing I'm curious about is this: is their language, and I'm serious here, is their language deep in this contract? about the potential for him to be allowed to leave taken in an expansion draft with the new Las Vegas team that inevitably <laughs> is going to be in this league before 13 years is done. Well, a no-trade clause would be... No, uh, I know, but would, I'm saying yeah. I wonder if it would be worded that he could be exposed and taken because he he and Chris Bryant in 10 years would be great focal points of that team. And that team will exist. Mark my words. Yeah, I'm going to guess that wasn't negotiated last minute. By the, I would have thought of it. I would have thought of it. I would have thought of it. Las Vegas. All right, let's take one more on this here. TJ in Wisconsin. We're talking 13-year contracts. Mackie and Judd with Rami. Hey, guys. I think we're all frauds. We all hate when people sign them, but we all want our team to sign them because we want the player. But the truth is, uh, I think what we all want is our team to be flexible like the Red Sox, where remember when they signed like Adrian Gonzalez, Carlos, whatever the heck his name was. They signed like all these guys. Two years into the contracts, they realized they're terrible. And what did they do? They shipped them all to Los Angeles. Yeah. And then the next year, they won the World Series. So we just want our teams to be able to sign guys, but then be able to flush it down the drain if it doesn't work. That's, That's true. Truth. Yeah, I mean, look at the... Well, Joe Maurer was a classic example. If you were to do a Venn diagram of fans who would have destroyed the Twins for not signing Joe Maurer and blend that with fans who destroyed the Twins and Maurer uh, for the contract, there's a lot of overlap there. I got a question for both you guys on that exact topic. All right, so Bryce Harper's 26 right now, correct? Yes. Okay, so let's say the Twins did it. 13 years, today. They paid him this this contract, no trade, whole thing. Exactly what the uh, Phillies gave him. And let's just say wear and tear starts. And he's 26 now. Let's say it starts at 32. Those people went nuts about Joe's contract. So are they are they sitting there in let's say six or seven years and absolutely fine with this then? Because that was the no. whole thing. And Joe's contract was seven years, eight years, eight, I believe. Okay. The point being is people when he started to break down, which a lot of a- athletes do. This isn't even saying Bryce Harper suffers a, a catastrophic injury. This is saying he just starts to break down and he's not the same player thir- thirty two on. How do Twins fans take that then? Because I remember, I recall very recently those people being very upset that Joe Maurer broke down. Mm-hmm. So for all those people on our poll saying, yeah, damn it, pull the trigger on that contract. And, and keep in mind, too, with the Twins, if they had signed Harper to that contract today, that's probably yeah. it. You, like, you're not going to go out and get the next Machado then. Yeah, if you, um, this is a straw man rant that I'm going to go on here, but if you voted yes on that poll, and I get that, a lot of the people who voted yes on that poll are not currently listening to me right now because you're on Twitter and doing your thing. If you voted yes on that poll, yes, they should sign blank player for 13 years, Bryce Harper in this case. You forfeit the right to complain about the contract ever. You know that there's attrition. You know that there are situations where players fall off cliffs. If you want if you want your team, the Twins, to sign 8, 10, 12-year contracts or pitchers to seven-year contracts, know what you're asking for, and and yes, we're going to get, yes, sorry, Jonathan with a note in our ear. Um, know what you're asking for. 
is my point. What's funny to me is you guys both have been doing this, what we do for a living, as long, if not longer, than I have. And yet, here we sit in the TCL Broadcast Studios, and you guys are asking for fan bases at large to be sensible and consistent. Yeah. Well, I think like, it's not, I think that's not a thing. The Maurer thing got, it, it just got so ridiculous over the last several but years. Let's say, let's say the headline was twins signed Bryce Harper to 13 year, $330 million deal. We would have started this show and with cool and the gang playing celebration and we'd be losing mm. our minds about Bryce Harper putting on a twins jersey. <laughs> and then seven years from now, we and the same people who would be cheering that with us would all be losing our minds. Because of how little production you're getting out of that crazy, huge contract. When the Wild signed those two guys to 13-year contracts, I did that. See? I don't think I would ever do do that again. I think I would look at it. I, it wouldn't be that I wouldn't be excited about it, but I would look at it through a very different lens right now. If you signed, if the Twins announced today that they signed a guy to a 13-year If Kimbrell signs for three years, guess what? I think that's a good deal. But if you come in with a 13-year contract today, I think... Experience has taught me that there's a cautionary tale behind that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, well, it was that was fun. Hey, why did a picture of a shirtless Phil Mackey just come across my timeline? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. What context? I am, I, am I? Am I? You're in a pool am I or a hot tub or am, some sort am holding I, a drink? Am I? Am I flexing? <laughs> oh my god! No, you're not. Hey, Jonathan, not. give us. A, should we? Should we hang tight here? Should we hang tight or should we break real quick? Go to break. Okay, cool. We're gonna we're gonna talk to our friend Manny Lagos, the sporting director for Minnesota United, before the top of the hour. And uh, also, I know that uh, that that Judd has a few things to say about the Timberwolves game last night. And a lot of fans probably have things to say about what happened at the end of the Timberwolves game last night. Plus, Mike Zimmer uh, with sort of a come to Jesus meeting with his own mind about the kicking situation. <laughs> No, he just and took my advice. To <laughs> He's an AM radio listener because he fits the demo. Yeah, I so. love when guys debate themselves. So we'll it's get the into best. that before the show's over. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North, Judd. But first, I, I want to talk about my friends at SeatGeek, and I'm sitting at SeatGeek.com right now. I suggest you do the same. Go to SeatGeek.com. Why do I say that? Because if you want to go to a game, if you want to go to a concert, if you want to go to a play, SeatGeek.com is the place to go. In fact, right now I'm there. I am looking at May 4th, and you're thinking to yourself, Judd, what's on May 4th? Why do I care? Because if you're a Garth Brooks fan, you can get tickets right now. U.S. Bank Stadium. I'm looking at NCAA Final Four tickets. I'm looking at Rangers Wild tickets. I am looking at a July 27th concert, ladies and gentlemen, at Target Center on SeatGeek.com. Cardi B tickets for under $100. How does this happen? It's because SeatGeek pulls millions of tickets into one place so you can easily find the seats that you want for a price that you're willing to pay. SeatGeek is designed to make that ticket buying experience easier than ever. All you do, as I said before, just go to SeatGeek.com. You'll see all of the ticket buying options. And by searching multiple ticket sites and grading every ticket based on value, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats that fit your your budget. Best of all, my listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download that SeatGeek app and enter promo code Judd today. That's promo code Judd, J-U-D-D, for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event, and guess what, folks? We have the tickets. Guys, I have some gopher tickets. How do you want to give these away? Let's go the first caller to tell us. I'm trying to think of a show trivia question we, we should can say, throw out there. We should say the sport. Go for hockey tickets. Yes, go for hockey tickets. It would have been funnier, I guess, if we just said... Random go for tickets. tickets. Go for tickets. <laughs> for tomorrow night. <laughs> Random tickets. Fire, and they were to go Patino. watch actual wild gophers, like in the forest. That would be fun. 
that phone rings anyway. <laughs> this is my favorite thing about giveaways in all the world. We're going to give away yeah. blank and nine people call. <laughs> Jonathan's going to make lunch tomorrow and we're going to give it away. All right. The first person to call and correctly tell us who Judd's first co-host was on 1500 ESPN. <laughs> uh, the first co-host on 1500 ESPN, which is Mike's off. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. We had to confirm the answer there. Okay. Yeah. 651-646-8255. That's, you're right. All right. Judd's first co-host on 1500 ESPN. Yes. All right. Back in the day. Okay. You can win gopher tickets. And if nobody guesses correct, it's a bit of a, well, I'll just leave it at that. 651-646-8255. Can I ask one more question? What what day are these uh, gopher Arizona State tickets for? Friday night's game? Uh, Either Friday night or Saturday night's game. (laughs) Jonathan will tell you when you win them on the phone. <laughs> I love how people are just calling though. Hey, we've got cotton candy for free. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right, last night, the Timberwolves played the Hawks. Trey on the lob to Collins for the jam. I mean, you got to know that John Collins is going to pick and roll. Vince with five on the shot clock finds Bembry. DeAndre driving, and that is going to be good. Oh. Bembry on the reverse. He's been the MVP in overtime. He's been, he's been the whole overtime. Atlanta wins it by eight. All right, that makes it uh, two overtime losses this year in two games against a Hawks team that, that last night had awesome jerseys, but that's it. Um, they did have cool jerseys. You guys are more basketball guys than me, and, and there's a variety of topics and things that can drive you crazy about this game to talk about, but mm-hmm. I want to start with, with the key one, and I honestly want thoughts as to what might have been going on in people's heads. The last trip in regulation down the floor that the Wolves had, where Derek Rose um, surveyed the paint and decided to put up the shot himself, and Carl Anthony Towns, who is your superstar, and I, I would say, without a doubt, the biggest superstar player in this town of any team doesn't touch the ball. Can somebody help me? That was Derrick Rose taking matters into his own hands. because and, and this is what I thought happened as I was watching it last night. So I went to a, a smarter basketball mind than me, our Wolves reporter Danny Cunningham today on Raised by Wolves, and he confirmed it was clearly a pick and roll. They were coming out of a timeout, so it was a called play. It was pick and roll between D. Rose and Carl Anthony Towns. And the way that a pick and roll works, to my understanding, is that if they if they roll with the picker, then you have your shot and you can take that shot if you're Derrick Rose. If you draw the double team and they don't roll with the picker, being Carl Anthony Towns, well then you need to dish off to the picker. And he drew the double team. Carl Anthony Towns had the shot. There was an opening for Derrick Rose to make the pass, and that's probably, we don't know because we weren't in the huddle, but that's probably what Ryan Saunders told him to do if that's how things played out, and Derrick Rose just took it upon himself to not do that and instead take the shot. Mm. Um, I'd like to strap you guys to a hot air balloon for a second to take you up to 30,000 feet because none of this matters. I just want you guys to know (laughs) that everything you just said, and I respectfully, I love you both, None of it matters. You mean none of it matters? Well, the only thing that matters... <laughs> we'll decide if he's right in a second. The only thing that matters from last night's game are the numbers 37, 18, and 3 on 63% shooting. Carl Anthony Towns has become the monster that everyone hoped he would become. He has strapped a team of former 2010 Bulls players 
One of them, Derrick Rose, it's reverted back to like 2014 Derrick Rose instead of 2010 Derrick Rose, which is what he was two months ago. He strapped a group of bench players, misfits, in some cases second-round picks, and G League players to his back. And this team, yeah, like that's a bad loss last night in the micro. I'm not debating that at all. The biggest takeaway from this season, regardless of what happens against Indiana tonight, regardless of what happens the rest of the way, you have Carl Anthony Towns emerging as a bona fide franchise-carrying star. And there were a lot of questions about that as recently as earlier this year when Jimmy Butler was still on the team. Towns is getting punked by Jimmy Butler. Towns is getting punked by the Houston Rockets. I think he's shed all those things. He's putting up 25 points, 30 points on a nightly basis. But it matters more than ever that he didn't touch the ball then. No, Judd. And by by the way. He'll touch the ball forever going forward. My dog Stella could have got this from him. Because the Wolves are and were run incompetently, what Carl Anthony Towns is emerging to, I could get from him. But for Derrick Rose not to let him touch the ball, you have to know where this team is. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Rose doesn't matter. He's not going to be on the team anymore. Every, he doesn't matter. Okay, if he's not, but you still have to feature Carl Anthony Towns. They will. The next coach and, will. And if Ryan's, the next on, front and office if Ryan's at fault, then and Ryan had a bad game coaching last night, it matters because what you're trying to do is, I if I can take over this team and direct them with Cat in the right way, then the incompetence of those who can't has to be cleared out. So that matters. So it does ma- no, if, It matters if, greatly if, to me. If the conversation is, is Ryan Saunders fit to be coached long-term, then I'll, like, then I'll shift my attention to, all right, like you should probably get the ball to Carl Anthony Towns, A. But we can have that discussion time. right now. Yeah, we can't. And B, here's a, here's a B, stop playing Andrew Wiggins. Why are you like well, you, whole, you've yes. got all the evidence you get? So we're all on the same yeah, page. So, there. There yeah. But no, like, if yeah. you either don't have the guts to bench him, you know the right thing to do is to bench this clown. He's a terrible player. And last night, like, the guy doesn't do anything outside of take twenty foot jump shots. Put him on the bench. Now I'm not talking. Put him on the bench for five minutes here and there. Put him on the bench. Period. Okay, but you're he going, shouldn't be playing. But you're going have the guts to do it. Okay, but you're going in an important direction with this team, which is the the philosophical view of how you're going to do things to feature the player that you're praising. And by the way, I'm with you. So that's where I'm saying it matters because all of these steps eventually add up to where you, you need to go. And last night they basically put themselves back in quicksand, despite the fact that they have this godsend. On the court, sure, and just to just to like put a wrap on my point here, and then you, Rami, tell me I'm a moron, um, or not, whatever. Pat me on the back. If you like to, <laughs> I like I just assumed you're going to tell me like, I'm a moron. I would. What I'm saying is the hardest thing to do in the NBA is to find because superstar players are so influential. There's five guys on the court. There's only twelve guys on your active roster, and so to find a guy that can put a franchise on his back night after night efficiently, and not have to take a hundred shots to get your twenty five points. They have found that even more so now than six months ago, than 12 months ago. He is that player, and now it's about take a step back. Is this is Ryan Saunders the coach? Is he not? Like Through that prism, like I'll debate Ryan Saunders, and, and, and that was not impressive last night if you're not getting the ball to Carl Anthony Towns. But I'm not going to get, like we can have these conversations, but I'm not going to get caught in the micro the rest of the season if I know that Carl Anthony Towns is the most important thing and he has emerged. That's my general point. But let me tell you why the micro matters in terms of the big picture that you just talked about with Carl Anthony Towns. Because the last thing that you said about Jimmy Butler punking him and, and, and Tom Thibodeau punking him and him not answering that call, 
That's still a question to me because the talent is flourishing and we're seeing we're seeing how good Carl Anthony Towns can be just on pure talent. But and and that's good enough to get a Wolves team like you said that's that's not it's not a roster made up of great players to the point where they're at now. But to to be that player who can carry that Wolves team to even greater heights there is the personality side of things beyond the talent mm-hmm. and and the mindset that I think Carl Anthony Towns needs, and I'm not convinced that Carl Anthony Towns can't still be bullied, can't still be punked, and it, I think that plays into what we saw last night because a guy with the mindset like I'm talking about leaves that huddle last night on the sideline and goes, "Hey, unless you have, unless I have five guys on me, D Rose, I get this ball." This is my shot. Here's the thing about Towns, though. And I, okay, like, I'll, I'll go down that path with you. I don't think, not to take it all off of him, I don't think he's ever been told by the organization directly or just subliminally through the coaching hires they've made, through the guys they've put on this roster, he's never been told, dude, this is your team. Then and so, take it. But sometimes you're when you're when you're that young, and he's still, like, 23 years old, mm-hmm. Sometimes you need someone to sort of give you that right, leeway first, and then you grow into it. But that's why last night is incredibly important because it's instructive of where things are going, and and for each time opportunity with Towns is missed, you have to look at at that game in each game and say how do we fix that. And when it's irresponsibility and stupidity that combine to create the problems, you have to say. We either need to clear that person out. This person is not the right coach for for the team. This player should not play. A year from now, we cannot be having this conversation, or we should not be. We should not be talking about Andrew. We should not be talking about Derrick Rose. And, and if Ryan Saunders doesn't have the guts to do things that, that need to be done, then we should not be talking about him. So I do... I disagree because I think each of these games is instructive to where we're going to go in the future. And and it's important to get to the point where Towns feels the empowerment to say that and where Towns controls things in a way that in most sports would probably be deemed not to be healthy. Yeah. And I think most of this roster is throw it out the window. And the coach, you don't know. He's the, he's the youngest coach in 40 years in the NBA. He's in, you don't know who your coach is going to be. You don't know who your GM is going to be. Half your roster, if not more, is recyclable at this point. And so I'm looking at what are the things, what are the pillars that are going to be here for sure in a year from now? And the most important one, in his last seven games, this is ridiculous, his last seven games, 28 points on an average of 16 shots. Like Wiggins is the opposite. He'll take 28 shots to get 16 points. 13 rebounds, four assists, and 65% from the field. My yeah, head it's just amazing. Exploded. He's taking that it's next amazing. big step in his career, and that's great. But I, I need, I need to see a nasty side to Carl Anthony Towns. And you want to see him stab somebody? No, I want to see. I just want to see him be assertive. And whether that's somebody challenging him and him answering that call, Joel Embiid clowning him on social media after every time they play each other and calling him out on the court every time they play each other, Jimmy Butler punking him. The I don't know about you guys, but the next time the Wolves play the Sixers. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have a very close eye on that thing to see if along with the talent that we're seeing flourish right now for Carl Anthony Towns, if his mindset is changing and if he's realizing that he's a seven foot monster who nobody should be able to bully or punk. And I'm not I'm not pulling this out of nowhere. John Calipari, who coached Carl Anthony Towns in college, 
and I'm sure is still in contact with him and knows him somewhat well, he said Jimmy Butler bullied Carl Anthony Towns. He didn't just pull that out of nowhere. I'm sure that comes from conversations he's had with Carl Anthony Towns and other people involved in the situation. When you're a seven-foot monster who can do almost anything that you want on a basketball court, nobody on an opposing team, nobody on your own team, nobody in the front office should be able to bully you. Whatever you want, go and take it, including the last shot at the end of regulation. Mm. And punch Derrick Rose. Sure, that's what it takes. I punch Butler. Next game I played him, I would he would leave on a stretcher. Yeah. If I was Towns, Butler would leave on a stretcher and be Jeez. hospitalized overnight. At least overnight. Hospitalized overnight. Jesus. One step Good too Lord. far, guy. Wow. That's what I would do. One step too far, I guy. I was being emphatic. <laughs> Mackie and Judd with Rami from the, uh, Score North, from the TCL Studios on the all-new Score North. You can find all of our on-demand content. So whether it's Mackie and Judd with Rami on-demand we are the only show in town uh, at Score North that has a daily Viking show. And with Sage Rosenfels doing great work for us at the NFL Combine this week, uh, we've compiled all of those Sage interviews and segments in one spot on uh, scorenorth.com or the Score North Viking Shows feed, wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Speaking of which, Mike Zimmer had things to say. You know how bad the kicking situation's been here lately? Well, Mike Zimmer addressed that, and we're going to address him addressing that when we come back.